rebuild God's nation, rebuild Jerusalem and the temple. So he had a big job in front of him to get a lot of risk and uh, endurance and perseverance and uh, knowledge, discipline, uh, faithfulness. So God's work and a whole lot of prayer. What we're going to talk about today. So you got to know the background of the Bible. It's long story short. God, for, for centuries, has warned Israel to don't get back together. If you don't start obeying the economy, you've got to get rid of all the immorality, the psychology, the corruptness. I'm going to come down on you. I'm going to send a nation of invasion. So I'm going to sit on it. You allow Babylon, a wicked nation, to pay it off, overcome, and carry a bunch of people away. Destroy the temple. They left some people behind the remnant. You see, some of the people on the board of this society that bored and killed that one. You have to see the captivity and the daily living situation. And many of them were carried far away into Babylon. These are the people who were more uh, well off and educated and skilled. They wanted them back in Babylon. So they could come back and then marry with people from other nations they had conquered. And in that way, they would forget. About their homeland, their nationality, their ethnicity, and their religion. But the Jewish people were a little different. So many of them have held on to their identity as God's people. They remained faithful to God's covenant, even while in Babylon. But they couldn't really function like they did because they couldn't go to the temple. It's far from it. It's a poor man. It's a lot of sacrifices. So they came up with another system on captivity. It's kind of like what Christians are saying, a model of local reconstitution, where they would gather together every week, learn the scriptures, to pray, and check the fellowship every week that kept them faithful together through all those years. Now, God is warned that they're going to be invaded and taken over and all that, but He also encourages that the Lord will be kept with. So the time is now right for God to allow the Jews to return back home to their homeland, Judah. Which is the southern part of Israel where the temple was. So we get the word Jewish, the Jewish from Judah. Well, the synagogue of Jerusalem, they were in which they were born. The law of the Lord of the temple. So to make that happen, God has to get rid of Babylon, get them off the temple. It was awful. So he allows another nation to come in, not from Babylon, the Persians. They take over, and they're the ones that the mother Jews go back. And it begins with King Letting Asa take a group of captives back to Israel. And there was a, a priest and a teacher. Jesus leads the way back to faithfulness to the covenant. But still, now here we are, it's been 13 years, so they're still not letting the people back there. It's still in bad. Quickly, they're there, especially with 445 BC, the fourth place. Here we are back in Persia. Nehemiah is a cupbearer to the king, which means he's probably some type of slave, but he's got a pretty good life, really. I mean, other than the fact that he has to drink the wine first and make sure it's not poison, other than that, pretty good, right? Because this is the guy that is making sure the king doesn't get assassinated. So you want to get care of people real good. I have to keep your curtain hanging. President wants them to be taken care of. Because they're going to be killed, right? So, Nehemiah goes, no, he's going to come to the store, he's going to fly, he's going to be done, 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 he's going
happened in the month of July, in the 20th year, as I was specifically about, and then I, one of my brothers, came to the me all the way back from home from Judah. Now you're able to do something about it. You're able to 
hit the movie and also public more pills than you can get. Whether it be black pills or white pills. So, blue pill, you go back to the other way. Red pill now is to turn to the black pill. Because I see everything that's going on, I see how terrible it is, and there's nothing I can do about it. You just throw up your hands and respond and say, This is terrible. And there's nothing I can do to change it. And if it was sick, it's a lost cause. And so it's a kind of hopeless knowledge of a dark thing. But the black pill is a lost cause for the brown man. I'm going to move up to the cabin. But if you're white, then. That means you still see the reality for what it is, your eyes are open, but now you want to do something about it. You have hope that things can change. Now, how do I answer how you can be white though? I thought from God. You can still be very hopeless without God in the picture. And so that was around at the mess and the destruction of this society. And I lost faith in practically all institutions and leaders. What, what can I do about it? People are living in this dangerous world where they don't understand what's really going on. You know what I mean? I'm looking at them with what I can do about it. I'm kidding. I didn't have to. Why? Why would you do something about it? I can't. It's our So I'm not going to give up hope. I'm not going to surrender to society. I'm going to sit there and do something about it. Grant me your mind. We can live in this blue, still, naked world of the person power, not being aware or concerned about what's going on. We can have a place like school. And then his brother comes and comes into the right place. What do you do with him? Well, he's going to keep going. Take the blue pill, then just go back to his nice, comfortable, complacent life. Or you can take that right there. Stay away. You gotta turn to a black pill. You sit there crying in the morning and drinking for days. There's nothing I can do. I'm so far away. I've got no power. Or you can remember to pray. That is something God can do about. So that's our big idea in all this. Let problems drive you to prayer first. For Nehemiah, the problem was the walls and treatment had been broken down. So these people are vulnerable. I mean, this way for a hundred years, so it's a long time. They need help. They need security. By the way, this little book of Nehemiah, it's loaded with prayers, this well-recorded prayers of Nehemiah. Oh, look at that. Now, often, don't forget to pray first. I just want to plunge in and do something about first sixty dollars. When you guys like pill, you first get the hope. I wonder if we really believe God can change the world. You always know, consider trying to get God. It's trying to make you a doctor. We really can't fix that. But how can all of your hope be used around it to the desperate situation of this world without Christ? What are we going to do about it? Are we just going to go on with our comfortable lives and pretend like it's okay? Have it really happen? Like, no, 
homeland. You're off in exile. You're off in captivity. You're under oppression. Come home to God.
Thank you. 